Hello, everybody. Morning. Welcome to the Sketchcraft Morning Podcast, where I grab some coffee, which I got right here. Listen to my wonderful intro that uh, Shanaba Laba Laba made. Amazing composer. And we're going to talk to Ashley West here in about one second. Ashley, are you there? I'm here. Hey, she made it. Hey. Ashley. Hey, have you ever heard oh. of this podcast called Sketchcraft? <laughs> uh, I think I used to be on it for a little bit. Oh, yeah, you were. It's yeah. a while ago, actually. It really has been. It's been, I think, about two years, <laughs> like, since oh, I was yeah. on, like, regularly. Has yeah. it been two years? <laughs> I think it's almost been two years. Yeah. I, I was at my older, my my rental house. Yeah, because you weren't on the podcast when I moved. Yeah. To that. Wow. Hmm. But I actually like requested to be off. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, nothing wrong with that. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll tell everyone what you've been up to since you've been yeah. far more productive than this podcast. Uh, but I, do... I wasn't kicked off. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> There's still room. Keep it up. No. So you know, Ashley, I think I, I constantly. You ever notice how people like to announce they're leaving the internet? Yes. Yeah, right. I do. And they'll be like, I'm quitting social media. I constantly like, tell Like, why? Them. Like, really? Like, okay. I constantly yeah. tell the, 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 the crafties and the bots out there, um, I'll just disappear. Like, I'll just stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to announce. And sometimes I do. Like, I didn't do the podcast for about four months or so. People yeah. were just like, what happened? And I wouldn't even respond to it. And then one day it turns on. So it's the best way to go, you know? Yeah, really. Because, I mean, honestly, like, like, I don't know. I just feel like when you do that, you're trying to make yourself like super self-important, and it's like <laughs> just, just why? Like, you ever see those know. people who like to go? People are all asking me all the time. No one's asking you all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, like two people. <laughs> all right, I got a lot of questions about when I'm going to be back on the Sketchcraft podcast. I'm like, from who, Brandon? You know, maybe, maybe Hector. I don't think so. Maybe Street. <laughs> she's she's pretty involved. She's one of the few people that does go on Twitter and go, dude, when are you going to make another podcast? Yeah. And I always really. lie and go, I, I, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it isn't. Uh, but, um, um, I will say this, though. The past week or two, I have been having a few people like Vloopy and someone else, a couple people during the streams, have been asking me if I got your new comic, Velthanius, Humanoid yeah. Psycho. And I said, well, yeah. funny thing about that, not only did I get an advanced copy of that, <laughs> Um, you just relaunched it on Indiegogo, which I'm going to bring up right now. Boosh. I did. Yeah. Wow. 20 days left. And you're already halfway there. I am. That was pretty cool. Uh, so I, I was, I, I was, I was sweating it, sweating it. I was like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Like maybe I should have started with 500, you know, just, you know, but, um, it seems like it's going pretty well now, but you know, I don't want to be like too confident <laughs> but um yeah so i i did run a kickstarter for it um about eh, march 2018 and then i ran and, and then I, I i don't think i'll do this again i uh started where i was like kind of halfway through it being done mm -hmm. and the problem with that is it's really hard to tell when you're going to be actually done with something like, like yeah it's gonna be done by this date and especially when you work it. on something completely by yourself it's like, 
yeah, okay. You know, so from now on, I'm going to try to have everything practically done when taking it to get, because it's just like, it's so e much easier to be like, it's going to be done now. And you're going to get it now. And so like, I did run a second, I did run a follow-up uh, Indiegogo. Uh, no, I did run a follow-up Kickstarter campaign about a year later. And that was so much, I was done with the comic like completely. So I was like, all right, this is when you're getting it. And guess what? It got delivered on time. On and so, time. You know, and and on who, time, gave you, so who gave you that advice too, right? Who was always uh, pushing? I think it was. Uh, <laughs> good old, good old Sketchcraft <laughs> is warning you about advanced yeah. sales. Yeah, you know, it takes a few times uh, to get the hang of things. But, um, um, you did an amazing job. I did receive my copy. So all the people who were able to, because you know, here, here's the thing, folks. When you do these Kickstarters, you promote it for a finite amount of time. And I can't stress how many times I've done Kickstarters. And then like a week after, people were like, I didn't even know. I'm like, how did you not yeah. know with the 300 posts? <laughs> I've been well, actually, Indiegogo kind of has this thing called Indiegogo On Demand. And you can do it for a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo that you've run. Uh, and what you do is you just set up In Demand and people can just... For like, I don't know, it's I don't know how long it, it, it runs for, but it's basically like the slacker backer thing where they can be like, I missed it. And you're like, oh, really? Here, go here. And you like send them to this Indiegogo on demand and they can just sign up. And then once they once they back, not sign up, but once they back like they would any other like normal campaign, they just you just order and you just mail their stuff to them, except it's not timed. It's, it's an just, awful lot of effort to constantly it, be telling people to go. It, <laughs> yeah, it really does. In fact, it's yeah. almost like I would be like, if someone asks me about it, I send them there. I'm not going to like say anything. Yeah, it would well, be just be that. You are doing that. Me. You have a finite amount of time because <laughs> you are smart. <laughs> that what you just described sounds like hell on earth. It's like the world's worst Patreon. You know, because I don't know yeah. how you're supposed to keep inventory if I'm just supposed to sit around and wait. Like Honestly, you know, yeah, I, I'm not so sure about it either. Um, all I know is that it seems a little bit less hectic than PayPal, like taking Slackerbackers through PayPal. That's all I can say. So, I just assume when I'm doing a Kickstarter is because I'm trying to generate the funds to get things printed. Anything yeah. that's sitting extra can just sit in an Etsy store for that matter. I don't really see the point. So um, yeah. I get it. But for self-publishing comics, uh, we are here. We are here, and you are round two. So you're reprinting the first volume, the first issue. Super awesome. Um, I have a few questions. If you'd like to get into Velthanius, absolutely, totally right. ready. Let's okay. go. All right. One. What do you hate about your company? No. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like he didn't share the questions with me. I don't know what's coming. <laughs> Actually, there's like that one. Might probably be fairly easy to answer, well, but I probably would be so <laughs> mean though, wouldn't it? So just to have you confirm all your worst fears, just like myself, like when I'm like, oh, I hate my, because I, I have strong reservations about my saucy art, you know? Oh, and yeah. so if I was like, what do you hate about it? I'm like, everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, all the insecurities just I come know. out. It's like... no, no, no. All right. So, uh, all right. So here we go. Here's the Indiegogo for Velthanius issue one. Let's just start really basic and just explain what is the basic premise of Velthanius Humanoid Psycho. Basic premise, basically, it's about a it's about a guy named Thane, uh, and he loses his id, and he's just trying to get it back, and he does that, and then the story begins. So that's kind of it. And you go, okay, Ashley, what's an id? Well, if you've ever heard about the id, superego, and the ego, that's what it is. He loses his id. He actually loses it. Uh, and, of course, you can imagine... The id is 
it's your fighting spirit, your your aggressions, your libido. Um, so, you know, lust, all those things. So when you lose your id, all that stuff gets kind of like bent out of shape. And, you know, for Zane, that's really causing him some issues. And so he's got a lot of mental problems. Big dude, kind of psycho, right? So that's why we call it humanoid psycho. Or that's why I call it whatever. But yeah, so that's the basic premise. Um, have any other questions? Don't need to elaborate on anything. Um, no, I, I, that, that sounds about good. So when did you first conceive of the story? Like, what, what was Man. the inception? I know, right? Like, when was the... I mean, you could say, oh, my life. But let's be honest, right? There was a <laughs> point where this iteration of this story yeah. was pretty cemented so, in your mind. So when did that happen? So it kind of started like... In, okay, so not the story, but the character of Thane itself, himself started in high school and then i like he looked so different like so freaking different and i didn't and i actually named i called him guy for a while because i just didn't know what to call him i was like his name's guy and and then i was like and again when i say this he looks nothing like he looks right now because one i used to suck at drawing right like we all used to and then i got better and now he actually looks like a freaking person um but he uh eventually i was like watching something and i was like you know what? I like the name Thane. I'm going to go with Thane. So I named him Thane. And then I uh, eventually was like uh, encouraged by a mentor of sorts to, hey, like, do you have a story for these characters? Should you, you should write one. I was like, okay, sure. And actually, I'm so glad that he said something like that because it actually gave me direction. Like, I'm not just drawing things to draw them. I actually have a purpose. My characters have a purpose now. And for, so that was in 2013. Make lots of merchandise, um, right? Right. So that was in 2013. And I finally, he helped me kind of like understand sort of, you know, just the disciplines of making a comic book a little bit more. Uh, that, that version failed. It never worked out. Uh, and I eventually, you know, I was like, I'm going to start over again. And uh, I'm going to do everything, you know, I'm going to write it, I'm going to rewrite the story, I'm going to, you know, get better at drawing. And finally about, uh, freaking, what was this, 2000, I'd say 16, 17, I was kind of, it's the, the story that it is today was finally forming. And what summer of 2017, I started issue one. So that was two years ago. So I'm done right now. the time so you quit the podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe it has something to do with it. So yeah, it's been like two years now. And um, progressively becoming more and more like, I've always, I always wanted it to be um, like adult. Um, but I'd say that it's become like more and more egregious, I guess you could say. Uh, and more just like, we're going to go there, you know? Well, the vibe uh, like, the book gives me is it feels very much to me like like a, if you've seen that anthology cartoon, Love, Death, and Robots, you know, yeah, when I grew up I there, was, yet. when you were going to love it. Um, yeah, no, I will. Uh, just <laughs> one of the, like when I was, when I was younger, there was like heavy metal. Uh, when I was in my teens, there was a show called Liquid Television. These were like anthology. Oh yeah, now Liquid Television. I I have older siblings, so they've showed me that. You know, the Max. Beavis um, and Butthead debuted there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so it would be like this anthology show with different random animations, and they generally pick up 
uh, right in the middle of like a story. You know, like they just kind of go, and you're like, what is going on? Um, there was one that Japan put out in the late 90- 80s called Robot Carnival. Really oh yeah. i've seen that i've seen I, I i saw something for it actually the other day um and i was like what is that yeah. and i was like it kind of looks like it might be a cartoon but i don't it's not a cartoon is it it's not yeah, an it's a cartoon it's a series of different like animations. oh it is okay it's, it's okay, see i got kind of confused by it i because right. i didn't i didn't get too close to it. i think it's on amazon right now i don't know if you just said that i think there is it's available on amazon video of, in some form i don't know if it's free or if you had to buy it but i did see it there yeah, and so like there's like five or six different animations, um, and they're just random stories. There's a version of this. Uh, did you see the Animatrix? Uh, I didn't see it, but I've seen snippets. So it's like seven yeah. different like cartoons directed in different art styles. Okay. In this case, focusing around one universe, um, and this has that kind of what I want to say is like indie animation vibe to it, like this kind of cross cross-pollination between like Japanese animation, French animation, American stuff, you know. Um, it just has a really cool, really cool uh, indie animation vibe to it. Super fun. Uh, but that's what I was just trying to say. Like, if I was to best describe it, it's like that, but in a book form. But, but instead of it being a bunch of different stories, it's just one story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in this case, yeah. like, I think it's 32 pages, right? Yeah, 32, so. 32 pages, 48, yeah. 30, 48, 48 pages in the book, but some of that's, like, you know, special features, things like that. But, yeah, 32 sports story pages. <laughs> so you so. started, you said you you started creating, you created Thane around high school-ish. And high looked- school, but honestly, if you really, I say that, but really, if you want to say, actually, like, who he is today, 2013, really. Is, is like all right well like, today when you start designing yeah. a character today i mean what goes through your mind let's say from beginning to end right like when you say okay i'm gonna make a character mean theme like do you just start drawing the character do you, do you start writing personality traits down like what's your i honestly process? can't i do so much better with like when i create a character i do so much better with just actually drawing it first and then creating the stuff around it I just it can visualize things better. Usually, what happens if if I try to if I try to do it the other way around, if I try to write like he needs to be this and this and this, it's gonna not wind up anything like that. Like it's just I'm just gonna go I don't like it, and, he, and then it like swerves off in another direction, and I come up with something different, and I'm just like I'm better off just not doing that, not wasting my time trying to do that, and just draw it and then do it. That's just my brain just works better that way. Um, now you... I do write scripts before I, I am you know I do write the scripts and then you know do the art. But yeah, I definitely want to get into your writing process yeah. in a minute. But holding back on designing characters, like I know for myself when I'm designing characters, I have like a personal. I tend to like not like to do that in my studio. Like a studio mm-hmm. is a place where I go to do production. Um, do you yeah. have a preference for where you create like your initial concepts? Do you like to go to a coffee shop? Do you just prefer to sit uh, at home? Honestly, right now, it's been at the gym between sets. Like I get so bored between jet set the set the sets at the gym, I will pull out my sketchbook and a pen and jot. You draw and work out at the same time? Yeah, I do at the same Jeez. time. But not not freaking like cardio. That'd be crazy. Zennial's got a really sick. multitask, man. Like that's crazy. Like <laughs> that's awesome. I if only well see now I get most of my exercise in Oculus Quest. I don't know how I'm gonna draw and do Oculus. That's be that'd be wild. I know. You 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 don't like the way I work out though. You're like, that's like 
prison. I'm like prison. I know sometimes yeah. it does. Feel <laughs> I good. know, but that is your process. So you like to sketch while you're there. Probably it's probably because your mind isn't like it's wandering, right? It's not. Yeah, there's nothing else I can do. All I can do is just sit there, and and I mean, I could look at my phone, but I mean, what am I? I'm not doing anything. I'm just yeah. So were yeah, there it's... any specific characters in the book you designed at the gym, or is that just your preference? Uh, the, uh, there, there was. I, well, I started doing this pretty recently, but I will say that um, I do have a Patreon where I draw like all the nude stuff, so that mm -hmm. I don't show on social media. And there was one where it's this devil girl. Uh, that I won't name yet. I mean, I have a name for her, but I'm not going to say it yet. But uh, she she is in Velthanius, but she was swinging through the. She's in the in the. You can see this on my uh, Instagram if you follow me. But uh, gang feather. Ugh. But um, you she's swinging in this like city like structure, and I actually created that while at the gym. Like I drew out the whole thing and created that at the gym. So I do actually do uh draw some thumbnails that i turn into actual full-fledged pieces later on so i wouldn't Are say you... like an actual character uh, although like i said lately yes it has become actual kind of characters but anyway go ahead sorry Ramble. And are you sketching those traditionally or digitally or... Yeah, yeah traditionally um i like to work traditionally better i find that i just draw faster that way uh when i work digitally i tend to draw slower it just i'm just not as used to it Although I sometimes think it might be because the pen that I use is terrible for drawing. It is much thicker than my pencil. And I'm not used to holding, I'm not used to drawing with a, you know, a pencil that's, I don't know, one and a half times thicker than the normal. You know, so I don't know if it has anything to do with that. We did discuss that once. And the fact that I draw, instead of drawing like with something in my lap, it's like I'm drawing like I'm on an easel. So there's just, it's just way, it's a way different than what I'm used to drawing. So sometimes I wonder if that has anything to do with it, why it just takes longer. But it's more frustrating for me. And if I don't have to do it, I'm going to draw traditionally. That's my first uh, preference. But do I you do have any color... personal sketchbooks oh. or types of sketchbooks you prefer to draw in? Do you make your own? Yes, I do. I've been drawing in Canson Mixed Media for, mm, gosh, like since, I don't know, for the last like five, six years. Uh, and it's the blue one. It's a blue Canson book. I love it because the paper is very thick. It's like 100 pounds. And you can use pen or pencil. You could probably use paints on it too. Just don't like... I paint my saucies on that stuff. Yeah, like just don't obviously throw a bucket of water on there. It'll be fine. Yeah, but... Uh, so yeah, I love the paper. It's great. And I like how it's textured too. Like when I draw my illustration paper, it's way different. It's super smooth. And then when I draw my sketchbook, it's like really grainy and it's just way different. And I, I like, I like the way that it, it doesn't look as clean. Um, so it's just, there's like, it's very toothy texture. So makes you wonder if in the near future, they'll come up with these iPads where you can change the texture of your screen with like a button setting, know. you know, <laughs> Yeah. you know, this one creates the tooth, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Great. I mean, that would be great for coloring too. What kind of pencils do you like to use? Um, I, well, I, I draw with mechanical pencils, but as far as the lead goes, and I just use cheap Bix. Like I, I tried to buy like the expensive, nice ones and they just break on me. I end up, they're made out of metal. I end up like, I don't know what I do. Like I it, sit on it, whatever it is. They, they, the top, the tips of them end up getting bent and I'm like, I can't use it anymore. Like, even if I try to bend it back, I'm like, it sometimes just doesn't work. And I'm like, well, that I you know better just to buy big. So really, you do not have to spend a lot of money on pencils. I I I highly discourage it. 
and just you know unless you're really trying to impress somebody and that only likes expensive pencils but uh, other than that just buy the cheap ones and as far as like lead goes i used to use like 4h lead um to sketch with and then to do my darks uh 2b that's pretty much all i use those two so but yeah that's my those are those are the pencils i use yeah and i think the thing to remember too for more introductory artists is tool preference literally is just that it's just a personal preference it doesn't come packaged with the skill like if you can afford it yeah totally buy those pencils but if you're if obviously for someone like me who's like i i can't you know like just just don't you know that's one place like that you can scrimp buy on paper don't like paper you should definitely buy good paper (laughs) but yeah yeah pencils so when you're designing eraser so Sorry, when you're designing just... characters, though, but to get back to the character design thing, so mm-hmm. when you're designing the characters, what would be the most fun part for you? Um, obviously drawing like the initial character itself, unless it, they're unless I already know what they look like. But if it's totally new, it's kind of like not fun, like drawing that. Like oh, now you're I have to create body? a new character. You're talking about the I'm body talking about the, the I'm talking face? about the yeah the like the initial uh, construction line. Mm-hmm. It's I think that's the hardest part. It requires a lot of brain energy and it can be stressful and takes the longest. So that sometimes is not fun. It just depends on what character it is. Like if you're like I'm really excited to draw this scene, then it's different. But if you're like I don't even really know what I'm trying to draw, it can it can not be fun sometimes. I have but a question. Once, so, yeah, go ahead. But but building off that, like, now when you design a character, do you give that character, say you, you put a certain amount of details on Thane or, or a new character, do you run that character through a test, like, I won't say a gauntlet, but like a test page to see if you put too much detail? Like, you ever get into a situation where you put too oh, many Oh, yeah, things? definitely. Mostly with, um, like, the hair or shading. Like, sometimes I'm like, I drew way too many wisps in that hair. You know, like it needs to be just not so freaking realistic, you know, like I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to get really into that. Like where I was like, yeah, every strand of hair, like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Unless you're, unless, you know, like for cartoons, don't do that. Cartoons are supposed to be a little, a little bit simpler, you know? Um, and uh, that is definitely an area where I do think that less is more, less hair wisps. Um, and then like shading, I've like overshaded things so badly before where I'm like, I, I, I've shaded them so much, whether it would be just almost not like I shaded them to a point where it was too dark, but not dark enough. So like if you shade something super dark in pencil, well, now it's a black. All right. But if you shade it like to that point where it's like a mid-tone, it's like, well, now it's kind of muddy and I don't really like it. The colors look bad on it, you know? And um, so there have been a few of those where I'm just like, I shaded this way too much and I didn't outline it enough. Like it, the outline wasn't dark enough. So it just made coloring it not fun. And I was like, Me, uh, the characters the also point, don't pop out from the background. Yeah. Though, and to right? the point where I literally redo the entire piece from scratch again, because I hate it so much. And that's why the first issue took two freaking years is because I was figuring all that stuff out. That's when and I noticed you're up at 4 a.m. Like, oh, look, Ashley's up. Probably redrawing pages. Four, and then six, <laughs> and then seven, and then eight. And yeah. And then you're like, well, why are you up, Rob? Like, Bills. Yeah, really. I think, like, <laughs> why is Rob up now? <laughs> He's, like, pulling an all-nighter again or something. Yeah, so I'm just curious now because I have my own thoughts on this. But 
when you come up with the design now, do you just start drawing a character that way on the page? And then if it doesn't work out, redraw the page? Or do you do a test to see if it's enough? Or do you just adjust as you go along and be like, well, whatever. It's, on page theory, yeah. they just don't have details anymore. Like, um, So like a lot of times what I'll do is um, obviously if if I just know this piece is just going in the it's just going down the drain, I'll just start over again. Like if I can just call it ahead of time. That didn't happen so much anymore. But so what really what usually happens now is like I'll sketch out the character, get the initial construction done, and then I'll do soft pencils, which is very light lines with the 4H. I'll go and do uh basically final lines, but in like a really light pencil. And then I'll go over it with the darker pencil, essentially the inks. I just don't I don't ink, but I like to do darks in pencil um but through that soft pencil stage i will go you know what integrity of the paper is fine i can erase this and make changes and i'll make changes through that stage before i start my uh dark pencil phase and i i do that a lot like i just drew alexa i've been working out uh like a, a new outfit for her and i drew like these kind of like these petals slash like hair feather things that were coming off of her shoulders um and i was like i don't like that i just don't like it and so i erased them and i decided to make it some kind of like jacket that was kind of uh had come off of her shoulders and i just i was like it's all good because i didn't i didn't i didn't draw too dark <laughs> so yeah that's kind of like where i start making a lot of changes or it's too late is like that phase before I used to do that, I would I did it differently. I used to draw things where I would do the light pencils and then I do the darks and then I get a little further, do light pencils and then darks. And that does not work because you get down to that hand and you go, that hand fucking sucks. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I, I, I've gone too far. I yeah, guess I'll can't, erase it. You can't take it back now. Yeah, right? I kind of can't. You can a little bit, but you know, it's not ideal. And in some places, it's completely out of the question. Fundamentally, uh, so yeah, I've learned my lesson. Fundamentally, my process isn't that different where I'm drawing like with like a red mechanical pencil. And then I tend to just go right into inks from there. But uh, what you're talking about, working everything out in really light uh, pencils um, and then building on top of that with darker, it's the same process. It's just yeah. giving yourself in Photoshop, it would be a layer. Right, it'd be yeah. like having yeah. a layer, turn the opacity down. Yeah. Keep the only difference is, is that you can't ruin the integrity of Photoshop. Oh can't no, I, that's not true. I crash that thing all the time. <laughs> oh sure, you can ruin that integrity. Yeah. I'm talking about like the paper, the quote unquote paper. Oh right, yeah. Oh right, yeah, you're that. like wearing it down. Yeah. yeah. No, you can totally. Yeah, just your soul. It can wear down yeah, your yeah, soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'll happen every anywhere. <laughs> right. Whether it's whether it's real or 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 digital. <laughs> So out of all the characters in Velthanius, you know, what's your personal, like the one you're most proud of? Oh, Thane, of course. Everyone loves Alexa, but Thane. Probably the journey though, on. right? Because you started yeah. drawing him in high school, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, if I were going to, like, <laughs> my thing is, okay, like, what, what is my ideal man? And I was like, it's him. It's Thane. Someone who looks really goofy <laughs> like that, but strong and crazy. I'm like, that's my ideal man, right? You know, that's that's the kind of cartoons I like to see. But then a lot of people, I'm like, you know, a lot of people might be like, he looks freaking weird. Like, I'm like, well, that's the kind of characters I like to draw. You know, whereas like, I'll draw a lot of like these women that are like very ideal. 
But then a lot of the guys that I draw are kind of like really effed up looking, you know, not like gross, but they're just got, they have a lot of, uh, they tend to be a little bit more outrageous with their exact, like the exaggerated proportion part of it. But I don't know. I just, I think that's fun. I like it. Um, so yeah, but my but the character that I'm most proud of would, would definitely be Thane. But, um, so, and then Alexa, of course, number two, I guess. So. <laughs> but, nice. um, well, let's 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 go back to the writing then. So, when you came up with this version of the story, because you said you you initially started out with the the initial version and it didn't work out. Um, when you came up with this version of of the story, what were the challenges that? Uh, I mean, what what were the challenges you faced developing this version of of Elthanius? Like, um, it would have to be just like going, I want to draw this, and then getting to that point going i can't do it i don't know how <laughs> how do i draw and then a year two, two years later i'm like oh i could problem, you know but that's like the thing is like when you're young like re- i mean really like when you're 20s right and you're just like i can't do it yet i'm just starting out we can't and then you get to your 30s right and you're like silly child you know, or whatever. And like, you'd be like, it's just, it's hard, you know? And I think a lot of people don't, I think a lot of people, since I don't, I'm not, I don't take a lot of pictures of myself. I don't, people probably don't know what my age is. So a lot of people, I'm like, dude, I'm just learning. I'm, I'm learning, like, you know? And so I feel sometimes really self-conscious, um, probably more than I should. But yeah, it, that would definitely be, I think the hardest part is like, just not being able to draw something and knowing it and being frustrated by it. And then also having your self-conscious, like, or yeah, you're just that insecurity. That's like really not real, you know, but, um, but yeah, like this, just the emotional mental part of it, you know, um, and just forming that muscle memory. Um, and I think also that coloring the comic wasn't too bad. Um, like I said, I did run into some issues with like, oh, well, and now I know not to shade that way because it looks like shit with the colors, you know, but other than that, coloring wasn't too bad. Like that wasn't hard. It only took a couple months. And whereas the drawing took a year and a half, you know, and that's just a lot of me just figuring things out, redoing <laughs> panels. Right. So. But getting back to the story. So when you have a character yeah. who loses his head and I take it, he's mm-hmm. like in. He's in like a, he's on the other side of the cosmos, kind of dimensional, right, right type thing. I mean, mm-hmm. what? How do I say it? it's like? How do you collect your ideas for that? Like, do you just start typing um, stuff out in Google Drive? Do you write it down yeah, on note cards? Like, I think I've always really, I think I've always like been ever since like I was like in college. Like, I didn't, I only took a couple years of college, but I took a psychology course, and my teacher was like they brought up like the id and stuff. And I was like, that's so freaking cool. I like that. I really, really like that. Like that metaphorical um, Freudian thing. And I was like, that's so cool. Uh, and, and, and then I kind of like remembered it a couple of years later and I was like, I really want to make a story with that. And cause I, I really like weird things and you could get really weird with that. And so that was just my initial thing. And then um, uh, that's kind of where I went. I was like, I want to base something off of that. Now, I did take a, a good like year or two to kind of like form a, a cohesive story, but that was just me learning how to write better. Like uh, coming up with a premise. And... <laughs> yeah, and like actually making it like character. Don't go nuts, okay? Like keep the story moving. You know, have like some. Wait, where is it going? You know, like 
when does it start? Like, uh, you know, just like stop building things up and just, you know, like that, that was hard. I really, I really, really wanted to build things up and I didn't know how to like get the ball rolling. And that was hard. And to the point where I had to start over a couple of times to get it right. So, but now I'm, I'm much better at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as far as writing goes, like writing actual dialogue is obviously the most fun. Um, do you do that before the, you draw the panels or do you do it after? Um, yeah, I do that before um, because it it does make it easier. Of course, when I when I do when I write scripts, like I I like to do it, I guess more of like tr the traditional way, less less like the Marvel way, which I think is like just kind of describe it and hand it off to the artist. Um, like I forgot how it is. I, I have a book that kind of like goes over it, but I, I like to kind of be a little bit more um, organized and be like, this is panel one, this is panel two, this is panel three. And it kind of looks like this. And this is what's going on in that panel. Or it's like a close on Thane, close on Alexa, mid shot, establishing shot. And I just like to be organized. I don't have to be that way, but I just like being that way. Like it just makes me feel good. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, Plus, and plus I guess you know exactly what it is you're going to do the day. You yeah, I'm draw, a right? little bit of a, a perfectionist or a lot of it. <laughs> um, so that also has something to do with it. Um, but yeah, and so I really like that. And and I'll just, I'll each panel, I try to keep it where it's like every page is just that one page. Don't like if the page, if you're writing it and it's becoming, if, if you're writing it in one page, that's going to go in your comic book is becoming two pages written out. You're writing too much. You're trying to fit too much on that page. So mm -hmm. like if I have 32 pages in my comic, there should be 32 pages in the script. You know, like base kind of like if I mean, I, I kind of like the 32 page format. I know 22 pages is more like typical, but I don't know. I really like 32 for some reason. Um, but yeah, like I think of it like a show. 32 pages is um like 30 minutes of a show. And so like each page is a minute, you know, it's kind of like in writing when like in movies when something, when something like a movie is like 90 minutes long, the script is eh, usually about 90 pages. So, one page, eh. one minute. Yeah. yeah. One page, one minute. So, um, so yeah, I try to kind of like keep it simple like that and knowing that it does keep things simple. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm already writing too much, you know, like, you know, which I'm actually not running into that problem. So that's good. <laughs> I'm writing uh, issue two right now. So that's fun. Um, but have you written yeah. stuff in a panel where you're like, okay, Thane goes into a store, picks up a chocolate bar, also picks up a newspaper, you know, like, like I can't draw all that in one. I thing. have done that, but I don't do that anymore. I'm like, <laughs> Thane jumps off a ledge into a bevy of kiosks. That, and then I'm like, Colby screams. That's about it, you know, like, right. um, but, uh, yeah, or most of the time, I'm just right. I'm just like, close on Thane. And then I know from what he, based on what he says, like, if he says something like pervy or mean or whatever then obviously the face he's making is gonna be pervy or mean looking you know like so i don't i don't just you know i, I mostly just want to make sure i know what size the panel is going to be hmm. but uh, um how many ahead. how many issues do you plan on velthanius humanoid cycle right? um at least several it's kind of hard to say because like if I like the 32 page format, but if I take it to 22 pages, obviously there's going to be more issues. So I'm just saying several right now because it's kind of like, 
So yeah. 14 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, yeah like, I'd say anywhere. I'd say like, you know, around 10 ish, like just to be safe. But yeah, so, um, but I, I really like the story and I don't know, you know, if, if I get done with this story and I like it so much, I'll, then maybe I'll write something else. Like, I don't know, you know, I just, I like, I just think if something's fun and you want to keep creating more of it, then just do. Well, I, I admire that because I do feel that there is a problem. Like my own personal as a fan, not as a professional, but as a fan, you do feel sometimes creators create one thing and then just walk away, you know, yeah. and you're like, and if you liked it, you're like, so no more of that. You're just going to make this other stuff now. Yeah. Well, I moved on to this other thing. And you're like, but damn it. Yeah. And then if you have things like Dragon Ball Z and like One Piece, and there's like, we're just going to keep going with the guys. Come on. We're dragging <laughs> you, out. You and years. your One Piece. People don't know this. So like Ashley has watched all 1,000 and one issues. I did it in six months. I binged it like six episodes a day. I would watch it like at the gym and everything. I know so we're getting off episodes. topic, but it's just. No, no. This actually pertains. Like, so. Because this is influence you. This is an influence. It does. It does. Uh, because I'm like, yeah, like I love Oda. Like I'm like, Oda. I think Oda, it was... how do you do it? How do you how do you draw a freaking, uh, you know, <laughs> every week they come up with a new one, you know, a new a new episode. He's not Literally. coloring it. I know he's not coloring. He's he's only draws <laughs> things that talk like that move that's all he draws that was my draw, like... law when i was drawing comics for kevin grievous i was like he had all these characters and he's like they're all on the panel i'm like the hell they are like i'm only <laughs> drawing who talks these are talking monsters and they got fangs and mandibles miss you know yeah. you, you know you know what teeth can do to an art if yeah. you're drawing every tooth it's just endless amounts of stuff um but i i bring this up so it was like a year ago i went to san diego for a family thing and I'm in this shop. They have this like little Tokyo area. These Japanese shops. And they have like this shrine to One Piece. And so I immediately, <laughs> I'm there with my wife and I immediately I photograph this shit. Well, you know, I'm like sending girls pics. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it's One Piece. It's like, oh, okay. And so you were like, <laughs> where is this? I'm like, here's the GPS coordinates. <laughs> when you come to San Diego, go here. Ah, yeah. setup. I actually do live next to, uh, I mean, I live down the street from a, uh, anime, a local anime shop. So man, I, I'm like, yeah. Have you brought Viltanius over to them to like, no, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid they're going to be like, it's not <laughs> Japan enough. Get out. Okay. <laughs> no, like I really am. I, I, I want to, but it's, it definitely isn't in manga format. It is definitely not manga friendly. It's like totally, it's, I don't even, I, I don't even count it as being American or or like a Japanese style, type style comic book. It's very like it's just kind of its own thing, you know. Unless like, you I, and I cross over, like with yeah, these hybrid, yeah. these out of mainstream things. Because I mean, for, quite frankly, when you these are self published comics, so you can you can basically print whatever you want. I mean, the size of the book and the novel is really dictated by shelf space. You know, yeah. in stores, so like they're a certain size at comic shops because of shelf space in comic shops. There are certain manga size because of bookstores, and you obviously you can fit many more smaller books on a shelf than larger books. Yeah. Um, but with your book, you can do whatever you're most comfortable with, you know. Yeah. Which is nice because well, I think that's part of your personality with the story too, right? Like, is the size of the book and the paper. Yeah, it's kind of like whatever. It's obviously it's indie, so like the way I do things is not going to be like. It's, it's got to be this, and it's got to be this many pages, and it's got to be too many rules. Like, I just, that's what I, I do not like rules. So I'm just like, I just want to make what I want to make, and people like it. That's all. Like, I mean, that's what, that's the most important thing is if people like it. Not like, it's got to be, like, you know, 
It's got to be 22 pages. It's got to be like, there's, I, I'm sorry. That's all I can come back to is the page count, <laughs> but it's got to be the certain size, you know, it's, and I'm just like, I like eight and a half by 11. It's large and you can print larger art. Like, yeah. So. Well, I mean, we already brought up one piece, which I know was an influence on you for the creation of Velthanius and just about everything in general. But what, what are other art influences? That um, oh yeah, book? definitely like a ratchet and clank. And like when I was a kid, um, I, uh, was it? Uh, so 2001 ish, 2001 to 2002. That's when like Jack and Daxter and uh, Sly Cooper and Ratchet and Clank all came out like within a year, like kind of like the big three. And I was like all into those games, and I loved the art. Like I, I would, I actually didn't. I don't. I really did not draw characters like other characters when I growing up. I always like creating my own, but I remember drawing Daxter. I was like, I love Daxter. I got to draw him. So like, I just, yeah. So I loved Jack and Daxter and uh, definitely a big influence. Just like that, that cartoony, um, really well-drawn cartoony style and kind of like cell shade. Um, I don't, Jack and Daxter wasn't shell cell shade, but uh, Sly Cooper was, I believe. Um, But yeah. And then of course, knowing later on the creature box guys, I don't think they started drawing the concept art for, uh, Ratchet and Clank until maybe Tools of Destruction. Maybe they were on that before, but um, I started seeing their art like on the. I didn't know it was them for a long time, but I would I would loved unlocking the art, uh, the extras in that game, and I would just be like, man, I just want to draw like when I would see it, and eventually, eventually I found out it was them, <laughs> like through like I found them on in- Instagram. I was like, oh, that's who it is. No way. Like you know, so. Um, so yeah, definitely creature box guys. Um, you know, at first it was Ratchet and Clank, and then it became Creature Box because that's kind of who was designing a lot of the characters. Um, but yeah, just like that kind of stuff influenced me. Of course, anime now. Um, anything that's like really robotic, uh, that older anime, I, like the newer anime, sometimes is too shiny. What do you consider uh, I love older that anime? Older. <laughs> um, I would say anything from the eighties and nineties. Um, you know, 20 years plus I, when people say two thousands as old anime, they're that old, you know, like under 20, it's not really retro, you know? So that's why I'm like nineties, like, you know, cowboy bebop, um, older, I wouldn't say that's even like old, you know? Um, but like, yeah, I would say older, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, Evangelion, actually, I just watched that recently. I just love the older, like grittier more, you know, hand-drawn things. It's just so, so good. Like, love it. And It is uh, interesting to see that what they're doing when you know there's they had to do it by hand, right? Yeah. So one of the animes I like to look for this is, have uh, you ever seen Record of Lotus War? No. It's a, I have it if you'd like to watch it. It's a, okay, sure. a Dungeons and Dragons style anime, but it's anime. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, and they you did might a ten- have shown this to me. They did a 1080p re-release, which I bought and then ripped. Um, so I, I can share how I own it. Uh, but it is amazing. All the fire effects, all the creatures, everything hand-animated. You know, you're just looking at it like, Man, this still looks so good. Like, and when my friends would play D&D, that's what I would see. In my head, I'm like, it's going to look like Lotus War. My friend's like, what? No, it looks yeah. like D and D. I'm like, nah, I don't like those hairy days. <laughs> no. I like my D. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think uh, I did introduce you to Dirty Pair 
too. You do. I was about to bring that up. Dirty pair. Um, like I really that? liked that anime. Yeah. yeah the, my favorite episode, first episode with Brian, the, the computer. Come on. I just love those. A good, a good old computer gone crazy story. You know, um, that was great. Um, but, uh, yeah. Did any yeah, that, of the, did any of your, like, this is just a personal question. Like, cause I've, I found this towards end of pro- like you bring influences and inspirations at the beginning of a project. Right. And then yeah. as you complete it, things change just because of the way you draw, production, whatever. Is there anything at the end of the project that you were like, and I saw this thing, like I went and saw Spider-Verse and I, I knew I had to have this thing, you know, like, was there anything that, um, that, that affected towards the end of it, you know, like, or was it just... You know, not really, not, not, not in one specific thing. There was one page where I just Thane motorboats Alexa accidentally. And I was like, it's just not sexy. Like, I gotta make it really crazy. And it, and he originally was not motorboating her. He was, he, it was similar. He'd run into her, but he didn't run into her like that. And I was like, no, let's make it crazy. Let's make it weird. Not weird, whatever. And I was like, because I saw something, I saw some art, some like, it's so egregious or whatever. I was like, I gotta redo that. Not happy with it anyways. It sucks. So I redrew it, and now I'm happy with it. And you can see the image there. I put it, like, everywhere. I'm like, look, I want you to see this. I want you to see this <laughs> this man run into this woman's boobs. So yeah, Let's get um, that Roger Rabbit. You know yeah, I mean? pretty much. Like, <laughs> or, or, like, where Eddie, like, lifts his head up and hits his head on Jessica Rabbit's boobs. That was good, too. But <laughs> like, When did you first uh, see Roger Rabbit? Oh, uh, I was really little. Like, yeah. I was, like... Wait, yeah, wait, six. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I obviously it was it came obviously it came out before I was born, but when I saw it on TV, television, I was yeah really young. Of course, my dad was in the room, and I was like, I I don't want to watch this. Jessica Rabbit's on screen. <laughs> my dad's in the room. It's weird. Um, also, same thing with um, even weirder and more awkward. Uh, cool World. I remember watching mm. that, and my dad being in the room. I remember seeing Knives. It was Knives and Holly. And I was like, that's a weird spider. Yeah, if I had to, like, pinpoint the vibe for Velthanius, it'd be somewhere between Cool World and Ratchet and Crank. Yeah. I love Cool World. I love that. There's such, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Like, I've told people, like, it's on Netflix. You need to watch it. I don't think it's there anymore. was there. You need to watch it. It's, I wouldn't, like, there's, I mean, critics didn't really like it. But you know what? I'm an, I like the art, okay? Like, I'm not necessarily watching it for the story. I'm watching it for the weird art, you know? So, like, in that respect, I'm like, you need to watch it. So, um, and, well, I remember uh, my, my eighth grade, the summer, of, it came out in summer of 92. So I just graduated the eighth grade, and they had, like, I don't know, some of these, like, I don't know if they did this when you were in school, but sometimes they'd have these little, like, student publications. I don't know, they'd have, like, a mini magazine with like nickelodeon for kids or something it'd be like eight pages it was something yeah. like that but in the back of it was an advertisement for cool world and i was like oh my god so i grabbed every one of these things and since they were staple bound just undid the staples and trimly you know sliced up all the backs of these 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 things and i must got like 30 of them and then just put that all over my wall in the Oh my and gosh. my dad must have been like, he hit puberty. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's not that ad. It's the artist. Amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. And it, there was yeah, just right? so, yeah. so the, the gothic design of the, the animated. It was, oh, I love it. 
It was the, so the different buildings. from Toontown, right? It was like yeah. somewhere like the Dark Crystal meets. It was like Toontown, like after it's been like on drugs for a really long time <laughs> and like just like just worn down and you're just like, oh gosh. I mean it predates you know, like, the crow, but it does have that same kind of vibe. Yeah, like the city, like all the buildings are just leaning over mm. making these weird and you got like these weird ghosts, like these half sketches, like Every sketch that someone draws goes to, to the Toon world. And so sometimes you just get like these half sketches where they're like, this idea sucks. And you throw it in the paper. Uh, guess what? That's going to this Toon world. And it's like creepy and weird looking and it's floating around. So cool. Like, just, So what you're saying is you right know. now the original version of Thane is Probably somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad and he's Right. <laughs> That'd be a fun, like if we had the, the the talent and the unlimited time to make your own fan yeah. edit where you could like just do a fan edit of Cool where you, you insert your character yeah. in the background, I've just add him. I, I actually thought of it. I used to draw this character named Ralph. And I was like, what if Ralph was like jealous of Thane and it was like called like Velthanius, Ralph's Revenge, you know? Like I've actually thought of that. So um, yeah, like I... Uh, I totally know get what you're saying because I've I've been thinking about that, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah. So a lot of a lot of I I just really like things that are I love cartoons that are gritty and just like I I don't I I wouldn't say that I enjoy cartoons that are like completely satirical. Like I think in America we tend to want to make our cartoons like if they're made for adults satirical like super satirical and very like pop culture-y and i'm like i don't know i just kind of want them to be kind of really really heavy and weird at moments and then take themselves seriously at others like i really like that's what it's anime the simpsons does. influence yeah the simpsons yeah, started like, that I, brainy humor yeah and was... i just i'm like i don't write that way like i don't like you've asked me to write that way and no one's laugh that I'm, i do much better with slapstick and situational humor. yeah at the you time know? i was more addicted to ren and stimpy you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally write Ren <laughs> Stimpy. Like, right. you know. But like the the freaking like everything has a reference. I'm like, uh, first of all, I don't even get a lot of the references in Simpsons because I'm too young to understand them. So I mean, there in of itself, I it's hard for me. You know, like I get a lot of them, but you know what I mean. There's some that, and that's why Adventure Time does so well because it's like really random. You know, it's like you doesn't have to make sense. It's just random, cool. You know. So I I'm on board with that, you know. But um, well, let's yeah. just wrap it up. So, do you have any advice or particular story about creating your own comics that you like to share that with people who are like, hey, you know, I I've heard of this making comics thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and and quite just... particularly, one second, just quite particularly, I mean, I I just want to say the level of artwork and detail. An effort being put into every page by you goes beyond your standard, you know, web comic. So uh, it's pretty fantastic art, uh, if I do say so myself. So for people that are like, hey, you know, I get there's sort of that faster web. Have you seen those web comics now where they're just stick figures? They're not even like designed oh, characters yeah. anymore. Yeah, basically it all comes down to like writing and like how the the it's like. How the like funny art kind of goes with the right. I know how it works. Right, but let's say someone wanted to make something more like what you're doing. Like, you have any advice toward that? Like, other than just really um, get help. I just say like, just man, just be patient. Be patient with yourself and know that like it just takes time. Like, I started this like I two years ago. I was 
definitely worse at art than I am now. I say worse because I look at my art and go, eh, you know what I mean? Like, so like, I'm not saying I was bad, but there were things that I tried to draw that I could not draw specifically trying to draw it for a specific purpose, very specific here. And it came out looking weird, you know, and, uh, all I, all I gotta say is like, just be patient with yourself. You're going to, you're going to experiment. You're going to try to draw things digitally and go, I don't like that. You're going to try to draw things traditionally and go, I like that. Or you're going to, or it's going to be vice versa for you. You know, some people like drawing traditionally. Some like digital. I like traditional. Um, so, you know, that took a while to like go, eh, oh, and, um, so yeah, just be patient with yourself. Try some different things, but don't take it too seriously. Like just take each day one at a time, because if you start going, oh my gosh, you have so much to do, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to want to, and like, I don't know, just like incentivize yourself. Like, go, Hey, I worked, I drew today. Like, I don't know, go play video games for a little bit. Do something. If you have time, um, just, just do, uh, while do you work out and draw at the gym. Yeah, right. I try to do as much as I can, you know, right. so I can feel good about taking a break later. Um, cause that's, it's hard to do sometimes. Um, but like why, why I say that is because you're going to get burned out if you don't, if you're not enjoying something t to its fullest extent, uh, you're going to get burned out. Now, if you're doing something like a lot, like you're like, I just love this thing, but if you're kind of like, you really don't want to do this. And then there's just like, no, like, like light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. It's like you're gonna get overwhelmed and want to quit. So yeah, think, just like be patient. I think sometimes the way I think about burnout is kind of like you ever just say a word over and over again till it loses its own meaning. Yes. You're like, right? What am I saying anymore? You're you're like yeah. like you're like. Uh, Where does it end and when does it begin? Fork, yeah. fork, fork, fork. Why even is it? Use it? Is it corf or a fork? Right. Like, yeah. And then at some point you need to stop saying that word. <laughs> it just means you're just, you're, you've repeated it so many times it's lost its personal meaning. Then, you know, six months later, you're like, I don't even know what I was thinking. I was going mad. Yeah. Yeah. So. so um, super awesome. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Bonus question. Uh, I know you're doing your own thing, but if you had, if you were, if someone said, I will pay you a million dollars to draw any comic, Right now, mainstream comic could be Image, could be Marvel, DC. I don't care. But if there's any comic drawing it in your style, and you have paid a gazillion dollars that would, you know, force you to stop. Do you have any any picks? Could be worldwide, uh, could be a manga, anything, anything at all. I want. I'd say One Piece. You know, I just think that it'd be really cool to see One Piece in, uh, like, I don't know, like just like One Piece is made so quickly that I feel like it. They try to get it done so fast. They cut corners with animation and stuff. And I'm like, I would really like to see something very fluidly, like, drawn or animated, you know? I say animated because the, the manga is better than the anime. But uh, I would say One Piece because I, I just really want to see it drawn in a in a different style. Um, awesome. But even though I enjoy the style, I, you know, but yeah, sorry. And now I'm, like, just feeling, like, guilty, like, oh, no. No, you no, it's not that. Oh, no. It's perfect. It's just, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, I would probably think, like, One Piece probably just off the top of my head. So Awesome. So wrapping it all up, what is next for Vilthanius after the Indiegogo? Um, so after that, uh, I'm going to, I'm actually working on a first art book for Vilthanius. Um, all the stuff that kind of, like, concept art, stuff that I was just drawing in my sketchbook, just having fun. I'm just going to put it in an art book um, between 
the release of issue one and issue two. So it's kind of like a hold me over. And if 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 it if it kind of continues to work out that way, I'd like to kind of do a, do a staggered release like that. One comic, one art book, one comic, one art book, one comic, one art book, you know, stuff like that. If I, you know, if I got enough content to generate one. Um, but yeah, so uh, that'll be like a 2020 project. Um, early 2020, I hope. So yeah. Awesome. Art of Velthanius. Yeah. Well, I look so, forward to backing that one. Yeah, so I... I, um, and the gold foils yeah. and the holograms and yeah yeah gold foil. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> awesome well ash i really appreciate you coming back on the podcast is there anything i've forgotten is there anything you'd like to mention um anything else not your chance i just with the indiegogo there's more than just the comic book there's also like art there's like mini prints um that i have there's cover art 11 by 17 front and back. Uh, I even have like some mystery prints of some concept art and actually original art too, that you can buy from that's in the comic book. You can buy the original art. So yeah, I've got like a few other things to just the comic, but of course, if all you want is a comic, yes, that's what I want you to check out. That's, that's the most important thing. Right. So um, thank you so much, Rob, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're always so, welcome to on back. to waste time yeah. and not get it's any work done. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's, good. it's good. It's good to have you on, Ashley. Uh, so, uh, again, I look forward to seeing where the story goes and putting a few more Velthanius issues on the shelf. And we'll have you back on anytime you want to come and complain about One Piece. You just... <laughs> I'll do it for you so you don't have to. Oh, so, yeah, sure, just to yeah. be fair, if people know my answer is Spawn, I would like to draw Spawn, so... So you don't have to be like, oh, Rob, you make Ashley. Spawn would be good, Violator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's if a really I could good one, make actually. you draw something, uh, ooh, that would be fun. What would I, if I had to force you, you know it would probably be Max. I think you'd be really good. The Max? The Max, yeah. I think you'd be really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. that'd be really good. Right. Yeah, no, like, I think about that now. Like, I would really like draw too. That'd be great. You know, I thought about manga. I, I guess One Piece would be my manga, but as far as, like, American, I would be like, max probably yeah you do because really, it's weird yeah it's right up your alley but liquid yeah. television right so there we go yeah all right ashley thanks for hanging out and i'm just gonna i'm gonna head out of here here i'm gonna put on a little music and get going bye everybody say goodbye bye end of the show where's my thing that's it folks that's the show that's all we got I'm even almost out of coffee. <sighs> what else? Just waiting this, just waiting this out. <laughs> it's almost done. It was a good show, right, folks? Thought that was fun. It's nice to catch up with Ashley. It's nice to see what she's working on. So proud of her. Book's amazing. I'm out of here. Peace, everybody.